You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here it is. Biggest moment of a legendary career. Phil defeats... Father Time. Well, I'd like to offer my congratulations to Phil. That is incredible. And I have one little suggestion after, you know, beating now, becoming the oldest player ever to win a major. You know, Sam had Sam and old Tom Morris and Jack. I would now like to suggest Phil is called old Phil Mickelson. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. We were waiting and waiting and waiting for Brooks Kepka to take the PGA Championship. It never happened due to his uh, bad putting that we saw on display Sunday. Phil Mickelson gets it done, 50 years old, major number six, the longest shot to win a major in at least 16 years. Didn't hear anyone calling that one going into the weekend. Uh, the second major of the season, the PGA Championship. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat. this is a BetQL Daily. And Chuck Esposito joins us every Monday. We always appreciate his time. And the sports books, a massive story. I mean, when Phil wins a major at triple digits, that's, that's what everybody's talking about. Just how much of an impact uh, it, it had on the books over the weekend. So let's bring in Chuck Esposito, Station Casino's race and sports book director. Chuck, I start off the show today uh, given your, your old standard line with everything over the weekend. Four NBA playoff games Saturday, four more Sunday, Stanley Cup playoffs, same deal. We got five more games today. We had a golf major. Yay sports! But were you saying yay sports after a fan favorite wins the PGA Championship at a triple-digit number? I still was, guys. Actually, I say yay sports books, but uh, yay well, sports too. <laughs> well, yes, correct. Um, but uh, I was. I mean, there definitely was some uh, lucky guests out there. I mean, we had them up at uh, 175 to 200 to 1 before the event. Uh, I was able to go back and look. There were several tickets that for $100, $100 was the largest ticket that anybody kind of took a, a flyer on him at that price. So we were kind of waiting for Kepka too. But I think when, you know, you see the crowd – sports book and the atmosphere it was the same way a few years ago when uh when tigers when tiger won the masters i, I mean i'm a golf fan and, and seeing lefty out there at 50 and having having a chance to win it and in those conditions too it was phenomenal i mean it's uh, uh again there was some happy guests out there and there was some liability from our side of the counter uh but overall it was still i think a win-win for everybody it was just great watching it are we talking top three top five as far as liability for phil um, you mean overall for the tournament or overall? Yeah. Was, was he one of the worst results for you? Oh, he was. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he was, he was definitely one of, one of the worst results, but it wasn't, you know, it's, it's funny, but there was a few guests that did take 
a flyer on him at that 175 to 200 to one shot. But there wasn't a tremendous amount of action um, outside of that. So it wasn't like it continued after there was a few plays and uh, the numbers were lowered a little bit. We adjusted them after every round, but clearly some liability. And again, I can't stress enough. You know, I, I heard a few people out there hoot, hooting and hollering. Now, granted, some were just saying, but some were holding a ticket. And I know they were pretty excited about it. They're probably the people that bet them every single week, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I think, you know, that happens all the time with, with some of these guys that you're going to take a, a you know, a flyer. If it, if it was Tiger when he had some of his struggles or it's, or it's Phil or it's anybody in some of these majors that they want to have that ticket on in case something magical happens. And you, you see that really in all sports um, that mm-hmm. people will even bet, you know, hard bets with the team that they like the best. I'm going to go back, guys, and we've talked about it. The year the Knights went to the Stanley Cup, I mean, we had a tremendous amount of liability on the Knights. But it wasn't because people realistically thought they were winning the Cup. It was, hey, a new franchise. It was team Vegas-born. They bet them as a souvenir. And then halfway through the season, they realized, holy crap, I could make some money with this ticket. It would have been interesting, though, had they won the Cup, how many of those tickets would have actually been cashed. And, Chuck, it's like you said, I like People are going to back Phil every single tournament, but now he has a shot to complete the career grand slam coming up next month at the U S open. Do you think he's going to get a lot of action? I think he will. I mean, you kind of heard him yesterday say is, I don't know, maybe this is something I'll never win a tournament again, or maybe I go on a mini. So you're definitely going to see a little bit of a lower price on him than you would have seen. Um, But uh, I think it just adds to the intrigue of, you know, a major like that, which could he, you know, cap off his career um, by getting all of them. Uh, Anything for this upcoming weekend, the Charles Schwab Challenge, not exactly the same tournament, but I saw Phil at 66 to one to open up Uh, Spieth and JT, obviously the favorites. Anybody getting any love this early on? Not not this early on yet, but I'm telling you, those odds for Phil will drop just because of what he said yesterday is, who knows, maybe I go on a, on a mini roll and having that big gap between majors and, and winning it now, he's got to be the most relaxed guy on the golf course, I would think. So um, I think we'll definitely see those prices drop as well. Chuck, let's uh, transition over to the NBA playoffs. You always get a, la- a ton of Lakers money, and now I'm sure there are some Lakers fan that f- feel that they're getting their team at a discount uh, down 1-0 to Phoenix. Are you seeing that money show up and with uh, people reacting to Game 2 and series prices? We are, guys. We actually saw that before Game 1. I mean, we saw, you know, a lot of – we opened the series price, the Lakers minus $1.70, the Suns plus 50, and you saw a lot of early play on the Suns. But by the time the game tipped yesterday, you had seen a lot more money come from the Lakers. We were clearly, clearly Suns fans in that game, needed them to win on the money line. Um, really needed them to kind of get off to the start that they did. So um, we're just going to continue to see a lot of Laker play because of our close close proximity to Southern California. There is some liability on them in the, the NBA championship. It's just strange that you have a two versus seven, and uh, the seven's really getting so much love, and the two's kind of almost forgotten a bit. But I think it's going to be one heck of a series, and I would not discount uh, the Suns in any way. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. 
Learn more at marines.com. What about the other team from Los Angeles? What about the Clippers getting any love after losing game one to the Mavs? You know, minus 145. I really like that price for the Clippers. Even though they did get beat game one, I still think they win that series against the Mavericks. I do too, guys. And that's a part of what happens sometimes is you get that uh, – um, that, that value play when the series kind of gets flipped a little bit. Um, that was a huge game for us. We clearly needed Dallas in game one. So overall, the early NBA has been, been pretty decent, I, I think. Um, not so good on Saturday, but uh, um, some of the late results. But NBA has been pretty good. And uh, I agree. I think there is some value on the Clippers now at that price. I, it wouldn't surprise me if they end up coming out of the West. It really wouldn't. And then over in the East with the Knicks falling in game one to Atlanta, any action there with the Knicks, you know, plus 200, two to one after dropping game one to Atlanta? Yeah, same. I mean, they, they bet them in the series when it was, you know, before it started. They're kind of one of the favorites right now that as far as the betters go, just because of how, how popular that team is. And, I mean, it was such a close game that, you know, both teams were within, I think, uh, you know, two, three-pointers the entire fourth quarter. Um, but the Knicks were popular. They bet them in that series. Um, and in game one, we were clearly Hawk fans yesterday um, when that game tipped off, guys. Uh, with Chuck Esposito, Station Casinos Race and Sportsbook Director, Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat on a BetQL Daily. So, Chuck, we've got two NBA playoff games. Bucks take game one, and uh, you notice the line drops a point as far as the side. Milwaukee minus four and a half, and the total certainly dropped. I mean, when it, when it the under comes in in an overtime game, you know that total is probably going to drop in the next game. That's exactly what we see in the 222 range. What do you think about this matchup and uh, the money coming in? Well, the Heat clearly have um, uh, Milwaukee's number. I mean, they play them so tough over the last several years. I think you look at both those two teams that take pride in their defense, it's not surprising um, that that total dropped a little bit. I think you're going to continue to see some money on the Heat. Um, for whatever reason right now, Milwaukee isn't the, the better's choice. Um, you know, the last couple of years, they've been right at the top in the Eastern Conference, but clearly money on Miami in game one, and that's been the trend so far in game two as well. And what about the Nuggets and the Blazers? That's uh, that's the later game this evening. Uh, the Nuggets, the, the line, it doesn't seem to budge much. Same thing with the total here. Yeah, I think you look at that first game, and, and we, you know it was not a good outcome for us in game one. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, I think both these teams are good. You know, if, if they had both come in really healthy, I think they're both dangerous foes. Um, not sure who we'll need um, in, in the late game tonight, guys, to be honest with you. Uh, right now, it's just kind of good two-way action early on, but a lot of time left between uh, between the time when they um, tip off tonight. Anything uh, big coming up tonight, uh, NHL, as we got five Stanley Cup playoff games, also a full slate of Major League Baseball. Anything you've noticed? Anything, uh, any popular points? Uh, there just happens to be one big game in our backyard tonight, um, between uh, BGK. <laughs> And uh, uh -huh. in Minnesota, I, I think I think that is a huge game, guys. I think that with uh, with Colorado walking through uh, St. Louis and already well rested now, and knowing that they are going to have home ice in Game One and potentially a Game Seven, we talked about it how important it was for the team to win the West. Um, you know, Minnesota after going up one zero in the series and then scoring that first goal in Game Two, I thought Vegas was in a little bit of trouble. But when Marshy um, shot made that goal. 18 seconds later, it really changed the complexion of the series. I think that was the most important goal of the series. Vegas now has a 3-1 lead. I think you stay with Flurry. He's been red hot. That team wants to play for him. Pacioretty's able to rest a little bit more. Hopefully they get him back in the next, in the next series. 
already have a, a price on the board for Vegas and, and Colorado, um, thinking that's going to be what happens. And these were two of the teams, guys, that had the lowest odds, you know, to win the cup. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. they were in the same division. They're going to have to play each other to get to the round of four teams left. But that could be one heck of a series. But I think Vegas closes it out tonight. I think they almost have to. You don't want to go back to Minnesota up 3-2, knowing Minnesota's on home ice. This series then potentially could go seven games while you have Colorado that would be really, really rested at that point. I think Vegas closes it out tonight, guys. Yeah, I think I think that Colorado-Vegas series will get a little handled by you, Chuck. Uh, what number do you guys have for that? Yeah, opened it up um, with a minus a dollar fifty fifty five in favor of Colorado. Already seeing mm-hmm. some Vegas money come in. I think you, you'll see the the kind of the masses, the public bet in this, and then you might see some sharps come back once the number gets to uh, you know a kind of a value play then for for Colorado. These teams went four and four during the regular season. You know, hopefully they're both healthy for this season. I mean, McKinnon and and uh, McCarr are so good. Hopefully Vegas has Pacioretty back, providing they get by Minnesota. But, guys, that's going to be one terrific series with those two teams. Again, two of the teams that were projected kind of one and two all season long with the lowest odds um, to hoist the cup. Hmm. Uh, Another intriguing number here. So we've got the Oilers down 3-0 to the Jets, but Edmonton's slight favorites. Uh, Which side are the betters taking so far? I think at this point, guys, it's going to be awfully tough for Edmonton. I mean, you lose the two yeah. games at home. You're up 4-1 yesterday. Um, you know, last year they got beat in the bubble, but it was in Edmonton against a Blackhawks team that shouldn't even have been there. I mean, they are one heck of a team during the regular season. They can score a lot. They have to learn to play on both ends, though, when the playoffs roll around. I'm not so sure they can get a win here. It's going to be awfully tough. It wouldn't surprise me to see Winnipeg close it out in four. Any uh, love coming in as far as World Series futures? In the American League, like the first month, we didn't know who was any good. Boston looked really good. Now the Yankees uh, swept the series with the White Sox. But Tampa Bay has been the big story. They've won 10 straight. They're going for their 11th straight win here in about an hour. Any love for them coming in as far as World Series futures or anything with Major League Baseball? Yeah, definitely. I mean, baseball so so trending. And I think we've talked about it before that, you know, during the first month of the season, uh, it was kind of a 50-50 split, favorites and dogs. It's now over 60% uh, with favorites coming in. I mean, you look at Boston, that's still at 7-3 and three in their last 10. Tampa's won 10 in a row. Yankees have won six. And conversely, teams that aren't playing good are losing games. Seattle on a six-game losing streak. Baltimore on a six-game losing streak. We clearly need the underdogs almost every night in baseball. And when these favorites start winning at a big clip, it makes it awfully tough for our side of the counter. Even look out west. San Diego, nine straight wins. Dodgers, seven straight wins. San Francisco's come back to earth a little bit, losing three in a row, but they're still five and five in their last 10, and they're still nine games above 500. So these teams, they've been playing at a pretty high clip over the last few weeks, and favorites have really come in a lot more than during the first month for the betters. Chuck Esposito, Station Casino's race and sportsbook director. Thank you so much, Chuck. Talk again next week, all right? All right, guys. Sounds great. There's Chuck Esposito. Great information on what's happening at the book, and there is a whole lot. Horve, I, I wouldn't even have made fun of you if, if you were able to squeeze in a college football question there with some of the game of the year lines popping up at various sports books. But uh, so much going on, we didn't have time to get to that. Yeah, we'll shoot for that one next week when we don't have five NHL playoff games and full slate of Major League Baseball. Oh, yeah, and Julio Jones wants out of Atlanta too. There's that. I mean, geez. 
Just wild, wild times. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvath. This is BetQL Daily. We're going to go around the horn with our lightning bets next on the BetQL Audio Network.